welcome back. And it's going to be a good one this week because Chris has got a topic. Chris, tell us what your topic is. Porn. <laughs> no, is, is porn all that bad? And I'm also going to throw in there, should prostitution be legalized? Right, who said porn was bad in the first place? Well, it's always had a slight stigma behind it, isn't it? Forever. And the fact that uh, apparently Britain is trying to put in a system where you have to prove how old you are before you can watch porn now, which I'm not saying is necessarily a bad thing. But if you have to put your credit card or your, your de- debit card, you have to prove yourself that you're over 18 all the time. kind of limits yourself on what you're going to do, especially if you're trying to do it sneakily. Yeah, but I sort of see what they're trying to do is that they're trying to protect kids and they and underage people and stuff. Yeah, but let's be fair. It's Otherwise, it's too easy. You know, it's you, not going to change a thing. Is how easy is it to download things anyway? So if a kid really wants to look for it, they'll find uh, it. Where, where would they find it, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> It's internet. Google's an expensive place. Any any particular... (laughs) (laughs) But I think... I can see what they're doing. There's always ways around it. And someone will find a way to break the system. I mean, if... Well, one of the ways that I've thought about already... I don't know why I thought of this. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to protect something here. Um, If... You can use a VPN service. So if... Your, I don't know how it's going to work. My assumption is, based on my understanding of how technology works, is that they're going to l- they're going to look for where the connection is coming from. So if if, you, if the connection is based in the UK, then they're going to apply some arbitrary rules to make you go through some sort of authentication system. If you use a VPN service to connect to somewhere like America or Germany or somewhere else in Europe, you can bypass that straight away, and that's how I bypass a lot of things legally. Like, if you have a Netflix subscription, for example, and you don't like the shows that are in the UK, if you buy a VPN service, now, I don't pay for it. My dad does. The deal was he buys the VPN service because he downloads all sorts of crap to hide his connection. I'll piggyback off that, and he gets my Netflix subscription. So we're sort of oh, okay. sort of a good thing going on there. But it's the same principle, particularly for pornography. And that's, you know, when you're a 13 or 14-year-old, kid i say kid because you are a kid but it's so easy to get access to porn and if you're determined to do it they'll do it kids are smart these days they've grown up with technology they know a lot more about the internet and computers than previous generations do so i think politicians forget how intelligent and how meaningful or resourceful people can be they think we're all Neanderthals. They say, yeah. oh, we'll put this system in place. Uh, and also, you can't and probably shouldn't shield young teenagers from everything. You know, no. you can't say, you can't pretend that this doesn't exist until you get to 18. Mm. And then it's, yeah, look at all this stuff you can do now you're 18. Yeah, they'll go nuts. What the hell is that? Yeah. 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 I think, uh, again, going back to more or less education, educate them on it, say it's not really like that. That's made for films. That's made to, to, to entice you into watching it rather than what it's like in true life. And I think when you go back to school, we used to have, it's called PC class, where outside of biology, in biology class, you'd learn the scientific intricacies of the human body and you know, the, you know, the, the differences between the two genders. But when you went to personal care class, that's when they were supposed to teach you a more of a, like a, a human approach to 
sex and blah blah blah. Yeah. But it was never any. It was it was rubbish in the school I went to. You've got that class thing of let's put a condom on a fucking cucumber or whatever it was. It's like yeah, great. I know how to do that. But that's not that's not all there is to it. You've got this. It's there's so many different things that you need to teach kids about and. You know, porn is, is one of them. So the first time you had sex, it was like, before we start, Lev, I have to go in the kitchen yeah. and put a condom on the cucumber. I've got the cucumber <laughs> and the I condom learned. on. Is this what we're doing? Is, <laughs> is, that, is that how it works? And, yeah, it's, it, it's like when you go back to generations, they used to have magazines. Magazines would have been more prevalent for older generations. Kids would have gotten hold of those magazines from shops. It's the same. Yeah, they didn't exactly hide either. them either. They were always yeah. you knew exactly where they were. The yeah, joke was, top shelf. there was yeah. always there would always be a magazine under a kid's bed. There would be a Playboy or whatever it was. You'd find the parents would go in. They'd be cleaning the kids' room, and all a Playboy magazine would fall out from under the mattress or whatever it was. Yeah. And it's the same principle. Just it's a digital equivalent. So it's not necessarily the physical media of a magazine. It's the internet. And the internet is. It's a lot crazier than yeah, those magazines. They weren't moving pictures in a magazine. Yeah, was. exactly. They were static <laughs> images. And Is I that know necessarily a bad thing? <laughs> and I think I can see the pros and the cons. You can't shield, I totally agree with you, you can't shield young teenagers from what's out there in the world. They need to have a very realistic perspective of the world as it is. And the internet is full of that sort of stuff. But then... Porn isn't a real representation of what it's, what it's like in a relationship. Or some people feel that they they set certain expectations for women and men based on the models and the actresses and whatnot in those videos, and that I can agree with. You know, it's I suppose it's the same as any modeling or acting job. They go for people who look a certain way, fit, in shape. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna look at me all. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I, I <laughs> you hear I that every time they open their trousers, yeah. or you see a shadow. Because I have to kind of almost, I admire them slightly, because they're getting paid to do something that pretty much everyone loves to do. They're getting paid to have sex. What's wrong with that? And not only that, they're getting paid a lot of money to have sex. I mean, some of them are, in, uh, are earning a couple hundred thousands to millions of pounds a week doing things like this so it's not exactly a bad job for them and they have to take care of themselves it's not just a simple of well okay i'll turn up for a job have sex and go home again they've got to eat right they've got to um, exercise they've got to keep themselves looking like that otherwise they're not going to get the jobs that's so what they do with the cucumbers after the yeah yeah, yeah. so they've got they've got <laughs> <laughs> So that you know, they've they've got to put a lot of effort into making sure that they can keep themselves looking that way and keeping the audience attracted to them. So th- you have to give them credit for what they do. It's an art form. You yeah. couldn't argue that it's an art form because it's well, it's performance art, isn't it? You see pictures yeah. from you know back in the day when they you know if you painted a naked woman that was you know a societal taboo. It's a completely different type of media now, but arguably some people have the same perspective that it, it is art. You are watching a performer perform their craft, regardless of what that craft is. I know people, it's very easy to dismiss people in the adult entertainment industry because they see them as nothing CD. more. Yeah, it's a seedy, horrible environment, and it may have been that way back in the day, but you know, there's a lot of regulations there. They get tested on a regular basis, and if they want to do that, 
it's their life. It's I up to them. Who are we to judge? I remember reading, uh, I can't remember who, what the guy's name is, but he has a production company. And he got sued by several different female um, uh, porn stars because he wasn't getting tested. Ooh. So he got sued. So they're actually massively into making sure that, yeah. you know, that everyone is clean, everyone is, is gets tested regularly, everything is, is above board, basically. Um, the, the thing that I did read as well the other day, which I was slightly surprised at, and I'm, I don't quite agree with, is apparently 60% of all porn shows by the end of it the woman be uh, abused, basically. Um, now, I don't quite agree with that, because if a kid is watching that, then they're getting into their head that that's how women want to be treated, which isn't always, th- it's not the case. Mm. So they, sh- they should cut down on that type of thing, because I don't, I, I some people like it, but keep it very low. It shouldn't be that high. Yeah, but that, the, to me now, right, there seems like a bit of an irony there, is that you're producing porn but trying to keep it politically correct. Yeah. Uh, this is where the grey area yeah. starts, yeah. because it's, oh, it's the same. Oh, I can't compare them to food, but it's the same <laughs> thing. It, it's, per, it's, it's personal preference. You know, some people like certain things, some people don't. And it's, it's like, where do you draw the line with that? You can't stop showing material of a certain type just because... X number of people don't like it because you're you're denying X number of people their I own type I of agree content. With you. I'm not saying cut it out completely. I just think that it needs to be reduced. That 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 number of sixty percent of all porn, over half of all porn, is, is kind of showing that a woman should be abused. Basically, it's really bad. You'd have I to look at the study. Like uh, ten, five, ten percent, fair enough. But sixty percent is a very high number to to have in that that situation. Yeah, you say that, but I mean, the other side of the coin, how many of these porn films have you watched? And it's the quite classic example, <laughs> quite a lot. It's quite a classic example of the plumber turns up, knocks oh the door, yeah. and you let the plumber in. Well, actually. Does that plumber ever get paid? No. No, he doesn't. So he's losing out, and he's the victim. Well, actually, those, 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 those things have stopped now. I haven't <laughs> seen a plumber one for a very long time. <laughs> well, um, the classic with the, the pizza box has got a hole in the bottom. It's just yes. like. What's the point of that? The pizza's going to get cold when it's <laughs> delivered. And, oh, I don't think that's what they're caring about. That point <laughs> is the pizza. Winds <laughs> me up. Um, the, the thing that... I, I've been reading a lot on this. I, I don't know why. It keeps popping up and I keep reading things on it. But It I, keeps I, popping I, up like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so I've read that since Game of Thrones came out, and this was a couple of years ago I read this, yeah. but since Game of Thrones came out, there was a 250% increase in incestual porn. No. 250%. It's, it's now the most watched porn ever, is, is incestual porn. Wow. That's weird. Why, no. why, why would you want to watch incest porn? That is a taboo subject, I guess. This is a very odd one to, to, to kind of like, yeah, I'm going to watch my, I'm going to watch some mum fuck her daughter. That doesn't make any sense. Was that, was there any particulars for that? Was that over a certain period of time? It was from... The moment it started, Game of Thrones, to, like I said, about two years ago I read it, so however long that was, five years, I think it was, or something like that, five, six years. I guess it probably just, sp- it was such a popular show that it mm. spurred a weird I curiosity. Yeah, I, th- I think in after people. the first season it went up massively anyway, like 70% or something. It's the same as recently, you know, Red Dead 2 came out. Uh, where the, the first week it came out, that shot up 150%. It's now leveled back down again, but it went up to 150% um, of cowboy porn. After one game being cowboy released, porn. cowboy porn. <laughs> That's an interesting genre. Yeah, oh, that's every genre you can think of. Dear me. What was the other point you had, Chris? Was it prostitution? prostitution? Yeah, should prostitution be legalized? 
I, I'm strong for yes on this, massively strong for yes on this. Yeah, I, I think yes, I would say yes to that because, yeah, you too. know, I can't think of a bad reason for that or why you shouldn't be. No, it should, I mean, I, I, I don't agree with it being forced into it. That's not part of the, no. the legalisation part. I mean, if you're forced into it, that's a, a crime in itself because mm. you either kidnapped someone, drugged someone and made them do something that they don't want to do. But if someone is happy to do it, let them. Again, they're getting paid to do something that everyone loves to do anyway. And it'll probably cut down a, a lot of rates because if someone can go and pay for it and not have to worry about finding it, why would you go and find someone and rape them? You would just go and get your, your, your jollies off somewhere else. I'm a huge fan of letting the market take care of itself. You know, if there's a demand for that sort of thing and it's legalised and it's done in a safe way like everything else that's legalised and it becomes popular or becomes a good means for someone to have a career, go for it. Crack on it. It's the stigma associated with certain things. People can't get it out of their mind that regardless of what title someone has, they're a person at the end of the day. If that person chooses to be a plumber, great. Carpenter, great. If they want to work in as an escort or a prostitute, great. Crack on. That's yeah. that's your life to live. I don't and understand in fact why they probably people get paid more than the plumber. They probably do. And they'll probably have a better life than the plumber. I do think that there, has, there has to be regulations and like checks and stuff. They would have to have yeah, but a, I think a governing body almost that would say yeah. you you know you'd have to sit hit a certain criteria and maybe you can only you know after each session so to speak you'd have to then take time off and then you can go back. But you'd have to, you know there's got to be a certain amount of regulation to it. But I suppose the only negative it's the would profession be ever in it. It is, yeah. <laughs> but th that would be the whole point of making it legal anyway, yeah. so you could regulate it properly. Yeah. I, I think it was on one of the Joe Rogan podcasts. He loves, well, to some Joe, Joe Rogan up in a nutshell, is keto, chimps, and drugs. So there was a study where they were looking at the effects of currency or trade within a certain chimpanzee tribe. <laughs> and what happened was, Initially, they'd start giving the chimps something to trade for something else. So initially, they started trading wherever it was for bananas, but eventually, they started trading it for sex. They would give these, they would trade something for a banana, and then they'd trade the banana with a female chimp to have sex with them. So that's what it boiled down to in that particular mm -hmm. society. It was, I'll get the banana, and I'll trade that banana for, for sex. It is the oldest profession in the world, you know, a man fishes a fish and he trades it for, for yeah. something else. And I suppose the only negative, it, it's the same as modelling and anything else, is that would you have a certain standard of beauty to allow someone to be no. an escort or work in a certain industry? You'd have to look at the specifics, but you know, there's, always, there's someone. For I don't everyone. think you would because everyone has different types. Yeah, there's for preferences. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you would have uh, uh, actually, if you think about it, you would have a category like porn. So you would go. Sounds this is going to be really bad actually, but you, you would look at it on a computer and go, Right, I like. Do I want a porker? Do I want a stick? Yeah, and yeah. then you select that and then you go and do whatever you like to it yeah. to a point. Do whatever you do like it. to it <laughs> to a point. To a point. <laughs> to her. That's respectful, Chris. Yeah. To them. <laughs> yeah, but you can't just say her, it could be a man. To them, yeah. To them. Yeah, them would be better. Them, them is still better than it. it. Yeah, right. Good. Bad, bad choice of words. But <laughs> and I think it's an interesting topic because. It's not something that we have at the moment, so we, we're not used to the concept of this. We don't know the specifics, but we should definitely have a conversation about it. Same as mm. drugs in general, and 
and everything else that's not legal should it be legal there's got to be a conversation about it because if it reduces unemployment if it gives people a healthy way of you know seeking this sort of thing it can allow for careers tax you know if there's a profit to be made in a safe way why aren't why aren't we doing it no it doesn't make any sense and it works in amsterdam it's one of the main selling points in Amsterdam is the red light district. It yeah. works there. So what's... Well, they've, they've, they've got all rules and regulations, haven't they? The oh, same thing. They, they, yeah, and they've again, got to be tested all the time. And yeah. I don't think any of them are allowed to take any drugs either. I, I'm not 100% sure on that one. But I mean, because there's a lot of issues with prostitutes going down with, with drugs, and that's why they go into prostitution, yeah. because they're trying to get drugs. Well, if you made it regulated, then you could probably cut that out, because why would they need to? If you're providing them a safe area to go, and I'm, I, I reckon if anyone does start taking drugs, just like any job, get fired. It's, it's the same principle. I, I'd like to hear the arguments against these types of things. It's degrading to women is one of them. Yeah, is, is it the principle mm. of having prostitution legalized? Because it's not just female prostitution. This would be female, male, whatever you label yourself as. It's not limited to a specific yeah. gender. This is everyone. So if a man wants to go and have some fun, he can. If a woman wants to go and have some fun, she can. If someone of a different gender wants to have s- whatever fun they want to have, they can have it. It's not specific to a man or a woman. This is you know, a multicultural or multi-gender. I'm trying to be politically correct. But you know, a person can go and find something for them, and they can do whatever they want. So this isn't degrading to just men or women. This is something that everyone can be part of. Maybe, I suppose, we're quite a liberal group we're not really we can see the the, the benefit the obvious benefits to it i'd like to understand what the negative connotations i was, was going to say we can't see an any ob- obvious negatives though so that kind of says it all really the fact yeah, you can't yeah, see it and, and it's difficult to try and find a, a negative yeah. side mm. to it because it's it, the, the actual action of it is is how the population keeps going you know from from Adam and Eve, if you want to go, you know, from there. But it's our whole purpose yeah. on this it's planet. Yeah, if you yeah. look at it from an evolutionary perspective, we are born to procreate regardless of it's what people in. say. It's, it's in yeah. the genes, so we've got no choice. And we haven't... Any, a- any animal is. Every single yeah. species on this planet is here for one reason, and that's to, to, to mate, to carry on going. Basically the meaning of life. And we haven't evolved... Mm. Yeah. Even though we've got all this technology and culture and whatnot, we still haven't evolved past that point yet we're still very primitive in the you need food shelter and a mate that's what human mm. beings are here for so if you've got that we can get away without love all right just <laughs> it doesn't have to be love it can just be like sort just of a i'm not gonna say that part actually no more <laughs> you can say get your end away is it <laughs> sorry just get your end let's figure a blood i was gonna say get your, get your end away Job no, done. i'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> but uh, yeah i certainly think you know, when you add, when you legalize anything, there's going to be rules, there's regulations, there's going to be certain things you can and can't do, and it's going to be a safe environment for people who want to go down that route in their life. And the only negative I can think of is that it's just the the perspective of maybe older people or people who th- just think that it's disgusting, or, or I can't believe that so-and-so does this, or blah, blah, blah. It's irrelevant. Yeah, but eventually then... If it's legal for the next 20 years, by the time people just see just it as a natural, normal thing that no one will ever care about and no one will ever say anything about Same ever again. Yeah, like in Holland, you talk about marijuana being legal. 
probably means nothing to them. No. It's more for us to go over and go, oh my God, I can't believe this is legal. Yeah. And you think it's like a little holiday for you. But for the locals, it's just another part of their day. Same as the red light district, same as anything else that's legal. It just becomes yeah. part of society. So we're, we're all in agreement that prostitution should be legalised. Yeah, because I can't see, you know, uh, it, it, it's it's one of these things that's going to happen to it any, anyway. There's a massive demand from it, for it. And I think, yeah, if it cuts down on sort of rapes and, and all that sort of thing, and then how can you not? Yeah. Well, I, I'm not too sure. Is there many countries in the world that have legalised it? I know there's a few, because America haven't, have they? Have I'm, they? Not sh- I'm not sure. I'm not sure, to be honest. I don't know about what the lo- laws are on it, but I mean, you hear a lot of prostitution in America, so I don't know if it's it's kind of a it is a, it is legal, but on a very low scale or something. Well I'm not too sure, but they o- I think they call them escort services yeah. in America, where you can pay X amount to have a companion for the evening. Now, what legalities are involved in that between the individual and the person? And I, I I don't particularly know, but. It's a thriving business. You can, cause you can get escort services in Britain, which are just escorts. They just take yeah, you, take yeah. you could go to a party or something. So, I mean, it's just kind of elaborating on, on that a bit more and saying, well, you can, if you two c- agree to a contract, you can take them out and then t- do something afterwards. Yeah, yeah We've already got the basis that and the premise of it. It's so just it's being just an adult about it. Like, if you want to procure those services, it's exactly that. You sit down with the person to say, right, I want you to be an escort for an evening and pay X amount. That's that part sorted. Would you agree to anything else yeah. after that of a yeah, sexual it's nature? It's and just a contract. Yeah. That's all, all it is. You have to bring up that contract. You have to understand each other's limits and rights, and 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 you'd work together out on it. It's just a. It's a logical way of having sex. It's a business meeting, really, beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Discuss the agenda for the evening. And and it yeah. takes yeah. out the stress of actually having to like. You can just wake up and walk away. You don't have to worry about being nice and making breakfast and all that sort of stuff. You just. <laughs> <laughs> Kick him out. Well, you're hiring a body, aren't you? Yeah, basically. Oh, put yeah. it like that. That sounds horrible if you put it like that. No, that's what you're doing. Even I agree, you are. Even if it's just to accompany you to a wedding or something, you're just, you're you're just hiring, hiring a body. You're, you're hiring someone to to give you're you a, a good night. You're not well. hiring you're not a person. Well, you don't care who they are. Well, you do to a point. You're not gonna if you, if you order, order if you hire someone who's like, then you're not gonna be very happy. Are you? So you've got to have someone with a bit of personality, especially if you're going to a party. And it's, it does sound horrible, but I do agree with Chris. If, if you were, let's say you were quite a successful businessman or business person and you wanted to take someone out for an event, that person would need to be pretty savvy in conversation because if you were taking them out for the sole purpose of socialising and mingling, they'd need to have... They'd need to be intelligent enough to understand the situation and to be able to talk in that environment. If someone <laughs> wasn't so bright, <laughs> they wouldn't fit the well, situation. So when you go to a service like that, there would be different prices for different people. You know, better looking people and more intelligent people would be more expensive because <laughs> their skill set in the context of what you're looking at is more suited to a variety of different circumstances. Whereas someone if, was, if someone was really good to look at, but they weren't as intelligent, then... Thicker shit. Yeah, you would hire them for a purpose, but you wouldn't pay as much as someone who was multi... multi and, and it does sound horrible. You are talking about an individual as I almost a tool or a utility in some way. I was going to say, you have to see them as, it's really horrible, but as a product. 
Yeah. There's something that you would just buy off the shelf, basically. It's a horrible way of putting it. But it's right. But it's right. But it's right. And in in the context of that business, yeah. someone going into it knows exactly what they're there for. They're not they're not there to meet the love of their life or they're not there to look for a relationship. They're there to do a job. And they would probably get paid very adequately. Do you remember Pretty Woman, Julia mm-hmm. Roberts? Yeah. Because she wasn't the brightest bloody bunch in the bunch, was she? But he, he hired her to take her to business meetings and stuff. And she just, like, she was flicking snails everywhere. And she didn't have a fucking clue. But she was charming. And, you know, they, the two guys were sort but of the taken by the fact that, that she, she was charm about pretty it. and charming. So she, and she has pretty and charm, fair enough. But if she's just pretty and nothing else, if she's basically got the personality of a board, then, you know, you, you, it's not going to work. You need something else. It can't just be looks. And for him, it was a, it was a business transaction in the first place. Yeah, it yeah. was yeah, how much for the weekend? Yeah, just just you know, stay for the weekend and then piss off on Monday because I got to go back to work. And it's the same for women as well. If they want to hire a man to go to a business function, if that man is intelligent, good looking, has Peace an understanding man. of the world that that woman wants to involve him in, mm. he's going to cost more. If you hire a guy that's good looking, but it's just take a shit, it's going to serve a single purpose. So it's it it we're not just looking at it from a male perspective, it's anyone's perspective oh yeah, going yeah. into so that business. Yeah. Would you say that escorts and prostitutes are different? Because the prostitutes are probably more just about looks and what they can do. They you, you know, you're not gonna traditionally go and speak to them about things like that. You're not gonna take them out anyway because that's not what they're there for. Whereas an escort is more of someone who you take out to the social events and it might not always lead to the end product of having sex. But whereas a prostitute only reason that you go in there is to have sex. Well, the basis is the same. Is that you're hiring yourself out for money? The basis is the same, but the actual job description would be different. Job description, yeah, that would be different. So I think you'd have to have two different rules again for that. You couldn't have the uh, regulations under prostitution and escorts being the same. It'd have to be different. Yeah, I think an escort would have to stay sort of untouched from that regulation and just mm. say, well, I'm, you know, I'm just getting paid to accompany this person for the yeah. evening to the opera. Well, I think you agree to what level of physical contact is acceptable. So, yeah, big contract, know, hand-holding, putting your arms around someone, a kiss, whatever it takes. You know, there's, there's an agreement beforehand. And I think, depending on the chemistry between the two people, it's whatever they agree as adults. But yeah, prostitution is generally... One thing. Yes, one thing. You go there for a purpose, and it's not... You leave rather happy. Yeah. Hopefully. 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 <laughs> yeah. How'd you get a refund? That would be awkward. <laughs> 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 Do you always have to pay up front? I don't know these... Uh, I'd imagine so. <laughs> really, Chris? You'd imagine so? I don't know deposit, myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ha- I'm pretty sure I have seen the um, resident Brackler prostitute, though, and I'm... Uh, no chance. <laughs> is, it, is it one of those? I'm pretty sure. As uh, She's always walking around Brackler, uh, wearing pretty much the same thing. And I remember walking towards the Triangle one morning by the tab- Brackler Tabernacle, if you know where that is. Yeah. Um, and between the gates of um, the fence of the car park for the school and the Brackler Tabernacle, this guy walks out. And I was like, what the hell is he doing back there? And the next minute she walks out. Yeah, that's what she was do- used to doing back there. Was it oh. one of the priests? <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> Got tired of altar boys. Ooh. Ooh. That's staying in. That's staying in. <laughs> Sorry, Father, if you watch it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, I can't see any issue. Why Why wouldn't be legalised? Why Why wouldn't it? And I think it, it 
takes the stigma away from the act itself. You know, to consent in adults, it's a natural part of our human existence. Why does it have to be so taboo? If if you can, you know, if you can legalize it and make it. And if it was legalized, and and would you want any of your family doing it? Or would you think there's still a stigma to this? So like, you know, crack, e- even though it, even though it's a legal profession and it's governed, you know, and you're paying tax and stuff like that, would you want sort of your cousin to say, oh, this is my uh, cousin, Daphne. Yeah, she's a prostitute. I wouldn't care. Earns, that. earns a good living. To be fair, if if I met someone and they introduced their friend or cousin... As Daphne. As, as <laughs> Daphne, say Daphne the prostitute, I'd be immediately <laughs> interested. I'd say... That's that's really cool. Yeah. How how does that work? I'd be fascinated. Yeah. But I c- yeah, I can. Some just people to, to kind of just like carry on with that. What happens if you met someone who was a prostitute and you kind of like started like dating them? If you see what I mean, like how would you feel? That's a that good question, yeah. Because I mean, she's earning her own living. She's got a career. Yeah. It's, it's, an well, it's, it's the same though. It's going if you want to go down the way. It's prawn prawn star as well. If you knew prawn prawn <laughs> prawn star. If you knew that. Um, she her job every day is to go and have sex and then with multiple different people how would you feel would you get a bit jealous would you get annoyed what, what how would you, could you be with someone like that i don't know if i could i, I i'd be thinking yeah fair play she's an achiever <laughs> <laughs> good money coming in no i don't think that's for me it, dep- it depends on how in- inadequate you feel really isn't it this, this, co- yeah, yeah. i suppose it's this no is a separate either. discussion about masculinity and yeah. how you would feel about your partner being in that environment, and uh, the same is the it's the reverse as well. How would a woman feel if her partner was a, an adult entertainer having sex with what you might perceive as these beautiful women every day coming home to this to this person? You know, that man obviously perceives his wife as a beautiful woman. They're in a relationship for a reason, but then, you know, some of these adult entertainment stars are you know, picturesque beauty. So how would she feel about him having sex with all these women on a daily basis? And consequently, how would a man feel about this woman having sex with all these other mm. men on a daily basis? You'd, you'd have to be... I think you'd have to be in the profession. You'd have to almost be part of it. You'd have to, to have a certain mindset to understand yeah, you the would, yeah, yeah. of business. Yeah. I, I think the only, personally, I think the only way you could do it is if you were in that profession as well, so that you're more or less both even on it. I think an escort is different because you know that that woman is just there to escort someone to a social event and there's no intimacy afterwards. Let's say there isn't for the sake of this example. For the, m- for the average person, that would something, that's something more palatable. I think, yep, there's no sexual interaction. They're there to accompany this person to an event when they come home. It's easier to detach from that situation than it would be know a more intimate one then you couldn't be a jealous person for that though could you because you, you, you know if the slightest bit of insecurity you're done and, and uh, yeah you don't because you'd, you'd be thinking every time well, oh, she's shagging him yeah yeah I'm, I'm just gonna say now and if my wife ever does listen i'm sorry if my wife ever came home to me and said that i i've just uh, from a, a professional service now not just like random guy off the street but some if she said oh uh this People have approached me saying that uh, you know, they're going to offer me £2,000 to go out with this guy. There's not going to be sex, nothing like that. But it's £2,000 for four hours' work. I'd like to go for it. That's two grand. How often do you get the opportunity <laughs> to get two grand for four hours' work? As long as, there's, as long as, obviously, again, it's professional service and there's no sexual intimacy involved in it whatsoever. It's literally just taking some guy to a party or something. Go for it. 
Well, the thing is, I'd be quite happy for her to do it. Yeah, but you haven't long got married, so you still trust her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what will you do in the situation then? Like, let's say, not like now, a career change would be you go from one company to another. Let's say you're married for 10 years and all of this is legal in this theoretical universe that we're talking about. And someone goes, oh, I want a career change. I'm going to be a prostitute now because I feel that's more... Now that it's legalized, I feel that's more in keeping with who I am as an individual. And you've been with that person for a while. That's new territory for a lot of people. Would you suddenly go, ooh, uh, can he just like be a receptionist or, <laughs> or something else similar to what you're doing now? But if you're with that person, if you want to maintain that relationship, you've got the trust that I they can detach from it. Yeah, I suppose that's the only, the only time you can ever deal with that was by coming up to it. And I, I, maybe... I don't know, the only way you do it is by trialling it and saying, I okay, go for it and see how it goes and then go, look, I respect what you're doing, but I can't be part of it. I hope you have a good life. That's the thing. And that's might what be heartbroken on both sides, but you would event, you, you know, you'd come to a, a, an amicable agreement of if he or he wants to do that, you, you, you want to do this, and, and it doesn't work. It does happen. What was the movie when the guy you wanted to spend a night with the fella's wife for a million pound I can't remember what movie that was now oh, I have to look it up now I can't remember but it's familiar isn't it? it's familiar yeah mm. I can't remember what the movie was called now it's happened quite a few times though isn't it, throughout its history where people have like tried to auction off their daughters and sisters and brothers and all sorts oh, of stuff it's yeah it's Chinese, Chinese and Korean and that sort of thing are really bad for it like we've it seen examples of women selling their virginity for yeah, yeah it's happened you know, tens times. of thousands it's their virginity at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, if someone wants to pay 50 grand for it. I was going to say, the, the 50 grand for like an hour's work. <laughs> what, what, we're, we're, it's a no-brainer, really. An hour? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that that woman has to realise she's got to live with that for the rest of her life. Yeah. If she's strong enough to go, well, my virginity doesn't mean anything to me. I'm making 50 grand here. Then, you know, crack on. don't know why a guy would pay 50 grand for that, though. But... Depends on what she looks like. If there's a market for it, there's a market for it. And if someone wants I mean, to if pay Scarlett the money. Johansson, I'm just saying. Or Scarlett Johansson, sorry. Everyone says Johansson, but she's, uh, she says Johansson. Well, more than 50 <laughs> grad, I yeah. guess. <laughs> as long as she dressed up as Black Widow. She wouldn't accept a pack of French fries, I don't think. Salt and vinegar. But it's an interesting situation, though, I think, because it's illegal at the moment. People don't really have these conversations. It, they just look at it and go, it's illegal. No. That's what Mark's world's trying to do is right the wrongs in the world. We are trying to right yeah. the wrongs. We need to educate people. Exactly. Um, I think our listener is on the same page as us by now, but we need to educate the wider audience. I think people yeah. need to open their eyes a little bit and have a different perspective on things that could or could not be legal. You know, it, prostitution is, is one of those things. It, if it is legal, it opens up all these scenarios where people can choose to go into that profession they could you know some people hate the nine to five they absolutely hate it it drives them insane so if, if opportunities like this arise regardless of what it is and they choose to go into that profession and it makes them happy then all power to them it's the stigma associated with certain jobs that put a lot of pressure on the individuals that decide that they want to go down that avenue that then society shuns them because they see it as they arbitrarily see it as something dirty when it's not it's just 
What's the business? Yeah, it's just a business. And it's, it's always, not always older people, but I think it's people who are f- fairly conservative, but they don't want to accept that you know, we, we're, we're slightly evolved chimps at the end of the day. Yeah. We still have the very basic needs of food, shelter, and intimacy. Regardless of what, what you could be, regardless of the technology and all that jazz that we have today, that's what it boils down to. So if people want to go into that profession, is all power to them. porn, though, taking away the intimacy? M- the accessibility of it yeah. might be, I think. It causes a lot of problems, in men in particular, because I think the, the availability and the sensation and the the effect that it has on your mind, it's, it's, it's an easy fix for lack of a better way. If you're single and you don't have any relationship prospects, you can pretty much look at whatever you want on the internet and it serves a purpose. But for some people, they can't detach from that. They get porn addiction is actually a real, yeah. it's a real thing. Some men. I suppose it's that blurry line between reality and yeah. non-reality. You have to be sound of mind to realize that this isn't what reality is. Whatever your preference is, you're going to have to have a very, you're going to have to find someone of a similar mind and have a very adult discussion about your preferences. It's not as, this isn't this isn't the real world, I guess, is the message. This is a very scripted. It's a movie. It's a movie, basically, mm-hmm. regardless of how long the clip is. It's, a, it's an actra, actress or an actor doing something they're paid to do following a script. You have to be able to detach that from reality, and a lot of people can't. What they see in porn, they try to emulate in real life, and it causes problems with relationships because they think, well, I, I saw that happen in a porn movie. Why can't this happen in my relationship? It's like, well, it's not, it's not the same. It's not true. It's completely different. You know, you can't, if you watch a Superman movie, you can't then walk out and jump off a building and go, oh, why can't I fly? It's like, well, it's a movie. I think people have tried, though. Yeah, some people have tried, and yeah. that's Darwinism at its finest. You know, that's <laughs> one less person we have to worry about. But, yeah, people need to understand that porn is by no means a realistic representation of a relationship between two people three people, whatever your preference is. So you have to have a certain mindset to be able to differentiate between the two because if you can't, it's going to cause problems with yourself because you have a very distorted review on reality and it's going to impact your relationships or future relationships with people because you're expecting them to do these things that you see where... So when when your son comes home and says, Dad, I want to be a plumber, you think, right... (laughs) Why do you want to be a plumber, son? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've seen this movie. <laughs> you stop him there. You just stop him there and just go, right, just... Just no. <laughs> you know, and at the end of the day, they don't get paid half the time, so you can't live your life having <laughs> yeah. sex all the time. You need to pay the bills. That's right. So... But what was if they came home and said, I want to be a porn star? Crack on. Fair enough. I agree with that. I think if it was your son, you'd be thinking, yeah, well done, son. Well done, son. If he's your daughter, think, you're a little trollop. Get I off to your room. And I think that's the, 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 oh, that's I think yeah. that's the stereotype that <laughs> destroys yeah. society. And I wouldn't care, to be honest. If I ever have kids and one of them comes home and goes, right, I'm going to make a million dollars being a porn star. Great. 
dollar signs in the eyes. Yes, yeah, like great. <laughs> when I retire, I don't care how you made that money. <laughs> when I retire, I'd like a little slice think, <laughs> yeah, to relax. I think all you would be is make sure you go, you, you find a, a, a production company or, or an agent or something that is safe and everything yeah. about what you're doing is safe and just be careful. Just like any situation, really, any job, anything like that, just be safe about it. Don't don't be stupid. Make sure that you're protected and they're protected, and you know you don't want to end up being pregnant from your first shot or something. So just make be, and that's all you could say. That's all you'd be as supportive as you can, but just be safe about it. I think it's just the way we seem to be of a very similar opinion. Like I said, and I think it's just the way we see situations. So if your son or daughter came home and said, "I want to do this." I wouldn't have that many questions. It would just be, look, are you happy? Would this make you truly happy? And if they said yes, I, I, you know, I what, what can I do? The only time you'd have to kind of intervene a little bit is if they were like 16 saying, I've already decided I want to be a porn star. Yeah, then you'd have then to say. you have to be like, yeah. well, I mean, you're not, first of all, you're not old enough to even watch it. So <laughs> let's give it a couple of years and then go from there. Let's wait until you're 18 and then you can make your own decisions. But you're not even looking at it at the moment. Well, it has to be within the context of yeah. the legal age. Yeah. I know yeah. the age of consent is 16, but... It's never made sense to me. Why, the why age of pornography is 18. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Why can you do the act but not watch it? Yeah, I was going to say, if two 16-year-olds videotape themselves doing it and they watch I it back... I don't even want to think about that, but okay. That's... Yeah, that's illegal. illegal yeah. <laughs> Which is really strange because they just did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they could be married. Yeah, they could be married at yeah. 16, absolutely, yeah. And that she could be pregnant. Yeah. It's a weird world. That is a weird concept. That I've never thought of that I've before. never thought of it like that either, actually. And that's, that's very true. That they the can't physically watch mind. what they just did. And the thing is, you know, it's not... We all know in society that we've seen women... I say women, they're, they're girls... 13, 14, who've been pregnant, yeah. they've got kids. It's, it's a very common situation now. And that's all because it, it comes down to education. They're not, they're not educated enough about the consequences. Yes, we know the act and the biology behind it, but it's more of the, well, if you have a kid at the age of 14, how the hell are you going to be able to look after that child? What are the long-term impacts of a child born to a 13-year-old, 14-year-old kid? Because that baby's grown up in an environment where it's been looked after by a kid, and they don't. They haven't got a first clue about how to raise children. Yeah. That's why you have children when you're an adult, when you've got a more formed opinion of the world. And surely, biologically as well, that's not good for the child to <laughs> have no. a kid that size. Mm. And, you know, it's it can't be. Yeah, that can't be good. What would you say if, because you said about the the, the the 16, 16 year old thing, but should they increase the limit for the legal age of sex or decrease the limit for watch porn I don't think up in the age of the sex is going to make any difference it won't stop it, it won't make yeah. any difference at all because it's not the sort of thing you do in a street where somebody's going to arrest you it's just you know yeah. same as drinking the legal age here is 18 we've all had a drink before we're 18 yeah. we've all somehow managed to procure something before we're 18 it doesn't stop it doesn't stop it it just means that you're taking the risk to buy something and there's not that much lag you know, unless you do something stupid, it's not, you know, it's not really the same. It's, it's different to driving, like 16. You can't just suddenly go, I'm 14, I'm going to drive a car. It's a completely different concept. With alcohol, it's much more easy to obtain than it is, um, you know, driving a vehicle, for example. And the example of the legal, a the legal age of consent, by the time, you know, a boy and a girl are 16 years old. Chances are they've already done it. 
they're pretty developed at that point, yeah, you know, yeah, in terms yeah. of their hormones and their and their feelings towards someone else. So saying that you can't, saying that you're going to stop people from doing it at that age, it's the same thing. They'll find a way. They'll find a way yeah. of doing it. So I think that the, legal, the legal age of consent is fine, but that weird scenario we just talked about doesn't seem to make that much sense. But this is just me but 16 year olds in a pornographic video it's wrong is that's wrong it feels weird it feels strange to me i completely agree with you on that i I do agree with you but if it's legal to do it then surely it should be legal to watch it that's the weird thing it's a bit of a a contradiction in terms yeah it does seem a bit crazy yeah i mean like you said if two 16 year olds video themselves and watched it then they would legally well they'd be breaking the law because they're watching themselves. Yeah. Which Even d- though they were two consenting. Yeah. Well, I suppose adults at that point, if it, the legal age of consent is 16, they both consent. That video is for their, hopefully for their private purposes only. <laughs> but then that's illegal. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. It's a, it's, it doesn't make sense. The laws don't add up there at all. It's a weird it's loophole. Yeah. There we are. That's been another informative podcast from the Martsville podcast last year last week we give you diet advice <laughs> and this week we've given you porn advice <laughs> and prostitution and prostitution live long yes. and prosper <laughs> <laughs> so thank you to Carl and Chris again and guys I'll speak to you next week take Goodbye. care Ta-da.